pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone, on this sunny Wednesday. My goodness, the nice weather continues. A little chilly today, certainly not as nice as yesterday. But the forecast, at least for the next two days, is going to be just beautiful, folks. How about in the 60s again tomorrow? Sunshine on Friday, sunshine on Saturday, sunshine on Sunday, but then it actually drops down a little bit. And next week, how about on Sunday, the low is 19 degrees. I kid you not, Monday, the low, whoa, low is 21. You know what that means? It means you need to call Henry Oil. Make sure you have enough oil in your tank. Call Henry Oil Company today at 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, online at henryoil.com. Now, who's your oil provider? I am asking you, folks, it's John DePietro. I am asking you to switch over to Henry Oil, serving Rhode Island since 1947, 401-521-0200. Call Carmine Laurie, Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Hey, listen, it's going to be cold next week, not chilly. Excuse me, 19 degrees on Sunday? That's cold. Okay, that's cold. So, you know, we still have a while where the temperatures go up and down. And that's one of the down. You don't want to end up with a cold home or business. Call Henry Oil today. Remember, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Call them 401-521-0200. Serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. It's Henry Oil. Oil burner service and installation. A family tradition since 1947. That's right. Think of that. See, I love it. Our history, Carmine Henry DeSanto delivered fuel oil with a single truck operation on Manton Avenue. It's Henry Oil. Call them today. 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. You can depend on Henry Oil. Well, folks, right now it's 1208 in the Ocean State now. We are not doing Facebook Live today. Facebook Live will be back tomorrow. And then coming up on Friday will be the briefing. So the briefing, COVID briefing is not tomorrow. I thought it's normally on a Thursday. It normally is, except tomorrow it's going to be on Friday. Tomorrow it's not going to be tomorrow. It's going to be Friday. Governor McKee is going to have his COVID briefing Friday at 11, for whatever reason. And uh, certainly yesterday, I want to be very clear about something, folks. And... Yesterday was a good example. As much as they talk about they want to keep politics out of this whole thing. What what you saw happen yesterday with the announcement about the vaccine. And, and by the way, I, I recognize that this can go both ways. Because I've heard from many people that say, well, you know, it's smart to get the teachers vaccinated. Because then the schools can be open. Let, let's, let's just be very clear about something. I, I don't blame the folks at AARP that issued a statement yesterday where they talked about since the start of the pandemic, 99% of the deaths have been 50 and older. I repeat, 99% of the deaths are 50 and older. And if you break it down, it's, it's actually older than that. My point is the large majority of teachers are under the age of 50. You have many teachers that are in their 20s and 30s now. 
Providence is having a problem with seniority because they get in there and they don't want to leave and there's no reason to leave. But the point is, with all these teachers being vaccinated, you're going to have many, both men and women, but in their 20s and 30s and 40s, they're all going to receive the vaccination. Those that were expecting to be vaccinated are now going to have to wait. And as much as Governor McKee doesn't want to say it, and, you know, he had some little bit of difficulty the other day. He was trying to explain it a little bit. But the fact of the matter is that people, there are some people that have compromised immune systems and they're at home and they don't want to leave their home. And I don't blame them until they get the vaccine and they have to wait. I mean, that that's what's going on. And in case you're wondering why are they doing that, it's politics. And what I mean by politics is the fact that if you heard last hour with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe with me, it was a great hour because the race for governor 2022 next year, that's when we're going to vote for a governor who will get a four-year term. Keep in mind that Governor McKee right now, he has he's fulfilling Governor Amundo's term. But next year, you have September of next year is the Democrat primary. So a year from this September is the Democrat primary. Whoever wins that moves on to the general election. There is certainly a feeling in the state right now that whoever wins that primary will be the next governor. And I'm not convinced I'm ready to disagree with that right now. But my point is the race for governor is already underway. Who is a powerful, you cannot deny the power of the two state teacher unions. You have American Federation of Teachers as Warwick. That is Providence. That is Woonsocket. I think it's Cranston. It's definitely. Uh, it's Woonsocket, Pawtucket, Providence, Cranston. And then you have the New England NEARI, New England Education Association, blah, 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 uh, of Rhode Island. The two big ones. <clears throat> and Governor McKee would like to really be Governor McKee. And he'd like to get elected to a four-year term. And they have made a political decision that one way they feel they can ensure that is by vaccinating the teachers. He does not want to go to war against the teachers' unions. He's going to have his own problems with this Providence teachers contract. And he's also going to have a problem with General Treasurer Seth Magaziner, who's going to run for governor. He is really trying to lay claim to the unions. And specifically, of course, the... Teachers unions are very powerful. They give them the day off in exchange for their vote. That's generally how it works. On primary day and election day, schools are closed. And a lot of the teachers in the past, pre-COVID, they'd go out to breakfast and then they'd go vote. Or they'd go and vote and then they'll go out to breakfast. Whatever it is. But they have the day off with pay. And Governor McKee has made a decision he would like to try to garner support from that group and not go to war with that group because he's already got enough problems with them because of the charter schools. Now, I'm not making excuses. If you are, or you have a family member, and I hear from many of you, and you're in the home, in your house, and you have a compromised immune system, and you don't want to leave the house till you get the vaccine, I, I believe all of that. I agree with all that. But I think the McKee people feel this is worth it. It's worth it to try to appeal. This is all politics. If if he's governor and he doesn't have the election, 
And maybe he doesn't care. That's the Governor Raimondo was term limited out. She didn't care. I mean, she did kind of care because she didn't want them blocking any type of appointment that she could get within the Biden administration. But she was and she took some heat for it. You know, uh, as much as some people criticize Governor Raimondo at those press briefings, Governor Raimondo was talking about Warwick and saying, you know, Warwick teachers threw in the towel. They just threw in the towel on those kids. And they said the same thing about Pawtucket and, and some of these schools that wouldn't go back. But here's the real bottom line. We know the schools have not been super spreaders. If anything, the damage done to many children, it is they've, they've lost a year of their education. And depending on the child and where they live and their zip code, it can't be recovered. It's it's this this distance learning thing. They were trying to, you know, they call the whole thing of like shine horse manure type of thing. They were trying to say it was working great and done it. But the real bottom line is distance learning. It's fine for a snow day. It's fine for once in a while. But C students became F students. And what do you think happened to F students? They don't log in. And A students are always going to be A students. But B students become C students. My point is, uh, just terrible damage done. And and some children, they're never lasting damage. A lockdown, the distance learning, closing of the schools. How about in California? In California, where the teacher unions are so powerful, and they're more powerful than President Biden and Governor Newsom, there's never enough money. The Biden administration said they would give the teachers and the schools $130 billion. And what do you think the answer was? Was it thank you? No. What was the answer? That's still not enough. The governor of California announced $6 billion. I talked about this yesterday on Newsmax. $6 billion to the public schools in California. What do you think their answer is? Not enough. You notice a trend here, folks? You notice a pattern? It's never enough. How, what, whatever number you have in mind, never enough. They'll burn through it. They'll hire more people. They want to give more raises. They want to da-da-da. Granted, not going into equipment, not going into the school itself. But the actions of the teachers' unions has done more damage. Or actually, I should say... It has really highlighted school choice because keep in mind, the public, the uh, public schools, they are slaves to this mentality. Private Catholic schools are not like this. And in districts where there's competitive Catholic schools, the public schools are open. Where are the public schools remaining closed? Where there's no Catholic or private school around? A lot of times, unfortunately, it's in very low income areas where they feel they have the juice to throw around. Speaking of that, folks, and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. I want to just um, mention the story. And then coming up at 1230, there was an incident yesterday regarding these uh, riders and the ATVs. We're going to talk to, again, Jeremy Costa. We talked to him uh, yesterday, and then there was an incident yesterday. But I want to remind you, folks, uh, as the weather is getting better and you want to improve your home, make sure you contact Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Now, their website is RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. Now, outside of your home, you have, maybe it could be on the side of a building or on the side of a, a you know a home or restaurant or a roof or a deck or a patio, walkway, basketball court, tennis court. Let's get rid of the, the, the algae. Let's get rid of the, the moss. 
let's get rid of that bacteria, the stain, the grime, and the way you do it, but let's not damage the surface. You want a text free same day text estimate. It's Bethel, B E T H E, a Bethel certified soft wash. Contact Jared at 401 617 2585. 401 617 2585. Bethel certified soft wash. It's biodegradable, it's plant safe. Folks, what a difference. The before and after photos are just incredible. Their website is Rhode Island Softwashing.com. The website is Rhode Island Softwashing.com. But contact Jared today. You can text for a free same day text estimate 401 617 2585. And what I mean by that is if you take a picture of a fence or your walkway or your home or business, if you then text it to Jared, he'll give you a free same day text estimate 401 617 2585. It's Bethel certified soft wash and the website is Rhode Island Softwashing.com. Rhode Island Softwashing.com. It's Bethel, B E T H E L, Bethel certified soft wash and power wash. I've had them to my home. Folks, what a difference it makes. Well, listen, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. This portion of the program, visit the website, depetro.com, where then you can also link through to Allstate Lock. Now, remember, uh, this is still going to be a heavy protest season. They want to start to go into the suburbs. Everyone is watching that Derek Chauvin case out in Minneapolis. I don't think he's going to be found guilty. I don't think he's going to be found guilty. I do not. Not under for murder. Not for murder. Not for murder. But anyhow, contact Allstate Lock today. Experts in locking systems, building security, and security cameras. How would you like to have security cameras outside your home or business? Contact Allstate Lock today, 401-349-0042 or online at allstatelock.com. So we are going to talk about the riders coming up. And there's more fallout. You know, that Piers Morgan, I have just become such a fan of the guy. Uh, I recognize not everyone's been following the whole um, Prince Harry and and Meghan situation. But uh, Meghan Markle, or now he's even being called uh, Harry Markle, for crying out loud. But the fact of the matter is, um, he is, uh, I, I think he's just been, um, Piers Morgan has just been fantastic. He, the guy has been great. And he actually walked out and lost his job because he disagreed and criticized Meghan Markle. I mean, that's, that's what happened. This is, this is exactly... Um, what we have uh, talked about, and it's really um, incredible how this is the you know the 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 woke situation. This is the cancel culture that you hear about. Um, it's it's really incredible what's what's happening. And I want to we're going to talk to again Jeremy Costa coming up about these ATVs, and then also. Folks, I'll, t- I'll tell you someone who he needs to be called out, and it's the mayor of Providence, that Mayor Alorza, who was running for governor, by the way. But I am so glad the Boston Globe has highlighted Providence giving meters have generated $2 a day, and the city still hasn't donated in the proceeds. There's 11 of these stations. They were installed $1,000 a piece. 
Kennedy Plaza, Federal Hill, Fair Street in Providence. This was because in Providence, you have all these panhandlers. And they shouldn't have all these panhandlers. You didn't have them in the past. Now they're everywhere. And you don't have to have them. But Olorza decides to allow it. So as a result of that, he set up these, quote, giving meters. Where you're supposed to go up. Now, the only reason people give money is because there's someone knocking on their window or following them. Spare change, spare change, spare change. So then they're like, ah, let me get this person off me. Then you have the do-gooders, by the way, that think, oh, I'll help this person when they're actually really using the money to, you know, buy drugs or alcohol. So he set up these, quote, giving meters, 11 of them. How much has it raised? $2 a day, all 11. $2,000, he hasn't even donated the money. What a joke. And this guy wants to be the governor. This guy thinks he's going to be the governor. You know, here's the thing. There should be no panhandling. All right? Even those in the the try to help the homeless will tell you, don't give money to them. Don't give money to them. Because they just use it for drugs and alcohol. Don't give money to them. The people you think you're helping them, guess what? You're not helping them. You're not helping them in any way. Instead, all they're using is the money. They're really just using the money for drugs and alcohol. And so Alorza sets up, okay, then we're going to have these giving me. No, it's a joke. And you know what else I don't understand? They, they, I, listen, I, I don't think they should be giving out all this stimulus money. I don't. Uh, the amount of money that they are burning through is ridiculous. With th- This is not COVID relief. They're bailing out all the blue states. Rhode Island is not fixing its budget problems. $350 billion is going to the, all the blue states. Uh, $111 billion to welfare without work requirements. $15 billion are going for health care for illegal aliens. Speaker Nancy Pelosi, San Francisco is getting $600 million. Amtrak, which never runs on time, which I, Amtrak, I can't stand Amtrak. It's dirty, never on time. It's actually kind of, they, Amtrak gets $1.5 billion. I wish that was competitive. I can guarantee you it would run more efficiently. I know maybe they say, well, you can't because of the trains, but government workers are getting bonuses. That's not COVID relief. And keep in mind in Rhode Island, not one state worker furloughed, laid off, cut in pay, crossed the board, nothing like that. Zero. Nope. That Those are problems for the private sector. Not problems. Certainly not problems for those that have a state job. Nope. See, this was the deal that Governor Mundo made with the unions. If you don't block me with Biden, don't block me with the Biden administration, then I'll make sure that you guys don't skip a beat. As I've told you, a year ago, when the pandemic first started, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo could have held a press conference and say, listen, I want to have, I'm talking to all the state workers. And here's what we're going to do. Every department, everyone, every state worker is going to take a 10% pay cut. It would have saved the state $500 million. But no, 
She didn't do that. Because the unions that really control everything and certainly control her told her no way. So as a result of that, they never skipped a beat. And everything, never mind raises kicking in and all this other foolishness. And so now what Biden is doing is this, they're just continuing the party. The party's just continuing. Um, You know, at some point, and now the next move is going to be to legalize marijuana. That's really like the next move that they're moving into. Hey, folks, I want to remind you to uh, stay healthy and pick up a bottle of Acai Berry. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, Acai Berry. You can call Akai Berry at 497-0740, but Akai Berry, by the way, online, AkaiBerry.com, this incredible antioxidant, you'd only need an ounce per day, an ounce per day, and it completely replenishes your body. Pick up a bottle today of Akai Berry. Comes, it looks like a wine bottle, and you can pick it up. At either Dave's in East Greenwich or It's My Health in Cumberland. Keep yourself healthy. Keep your family healthy. It replenishes your body with all the nutrients it needs. Akai Berry. It's pronounced a little bit differently, but I like to pronounce it phonetically just so you can find it in in the store. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I. Akai Berry. It is incredible. I credit that. With one of the reasons why I've been able to remain healthy and people, some people that I know during this pandemic is because all you need is one little, just one little ounce, almost like a shot a day. That's all your body needs to stay nice and healthy. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. We are redoing the cameras so this is unusual we do not have people sending me messages where's the facebook today uh facebook we are not doing a facebook today we will it will return tomorrow and then uh we only have one more week with the temporary page uh we're a little bit in flux but this is where we're switching out cameras and so we have a new camera coming up so um it did not work out uh, the way. So it's a, it, it is unusual. Normally we do Facebook uh, in conjunction for the first hour. Or excuse me, I should say with the 12 o'clock hour. Uh, but this time we are not doing that. Now, I want to mention. So yesterday, before I um, bring on the guest we're going to have, Jeremy Costa, there was an incident regarding these ATV vehicles. And this is something that Mayor Alorza, the mayor of Providence, wants to run for governor. He's trying to legalize them. So they had a problem yesterday. Two people were arrested and they confiscated their bikes. And I want to just play the Channel 12 piece before we then bring on Jeremy. Two men arrested. Notice I said men. Dirt bikes confiscated following pursuit through Cranston and Providence. This is the Channel 12 piece on it yesterday. The new this hour, an update from Cranston Police and the crackdown on illegal ATV and dirt bike use in the city. Yeah, we're learning new details about a chase that ended in Cranston last night. Now, 12 News reporter Kayla Fish is live outside of the police station there. And Kayla, we're la- now learning who is facing charges there. 
That's right. According to the department's website, police arrested two Providence residents in connection with that chase yesterday evening. Now, police say 23-year-old Isaiah Allen and 28-year-old Kevin Goburn were charged both with reckless driving and eluding police, resisting arrest, and disorderly conduct. Those charges stem from this incident on the Route 10 on-ramp near Elmwood Avenue. Police say they chased two adults on illegal dirt bikes from Cranston into Providence, then back to Cranston, where they were arrested. According to police, those dirt bikes have also been seized. The arrests come just days after city officials announced they'd be strengthening their efforts to stop the use of illegal vehicles. A motorbike spokesperson told 12 News he thinks a better solution would be to give riders a place to go. We don't need 10 acres. We need maybe a quarter of an acre of flat land so they can practice and they can ride. Once we find that zone, we're going to mitigate 65% of the use. We're going to mitigate 65%. A lot of these operators are operating in a reckless manner that's endangering the motoring public and pedestrians in the city of Cranston, and we will not tolerate it in the city. Now, throughout the morning, I've been in contact with a major at the police department. He tells me the two suspects are scheduled to appear in court this morning at 9 a.m. to face those charges. That's the latest live here. In- All right, so that's a new reporter for uh, Channel 12. Let me bring on uh, Jeremy Costa, who we had on. And he is, um, Jeremy's basically the spokesman for this uh, group of riders. And let me, um, let's uh, bring on... Jeremy, we did speak to him. He was good enough to uh, come on with us. Is that you, Jeremy? Yes, how are you? Very well, folks. Join us, Jeremy Costa, who uh, I'm going to say is the spokesperson right now for the riding community. Hey, Jeremy, what happened yesterday? What happened, we have uh, a mayor um, and police force in Cranston that decide that there, there are no more jurisdictional limits. And it's okay to be chasing uh, teenagers on ATVs because they are a supposedly a nuisance in the community. And we had an officer that ran down driving on the opposite street of the uh, road and knocked a rider off and tried to apprehend another one. And I guess chase them up off the off ramp off of Elmwood and Depew, if I'm not mistaken, and the Providence, inside the Providence city limits. So um, what we have is officers that are looking to follow the law that Mayor Hopkins has issued, but he is not a lawmaker. He can't just create an ordinance that is going to confiscate bikes. These people are not going to stop or well, either are the police. And Jeremy, hold on. First of all, why are you saying teenagers? The two arrested, one was 23, one was 28. Those are not teenagers. Those are men. No, the first people that they followed were teenagers. The ones that they actually apprehended were 23 and 28, respectively. Correct. But let's, so what violations, what, what felony crime did they commit that allowed them to exceed their jurisdictional limit? that allowed them to pursue inside the jurisdictional limits of Providence. Tell me what federal felony crime, capital crime, that they committed to allow the officer to come in that zone. I, I'd like to know. 
Well, when you say what federal felony, well, like, I don't know what you're talking about. The, when someone, when a police. crime committed. What, what I'm saying is that they commit a crime that allowed that officer to exceed his jurisdiction. Yeah, to- those bikes are not allowed. That's the crime. The bikes, the bikes are not allowed. allowed. But they don't have the ability to enforce that law. You, they arrested them. They arrested them. They they confiscated the vehicles. It sure sounds like they have the the power to do it to me. No, just because they th- no they think they have the power because that's what they believe. But they will be instruments used when they will. This is when it's coming. I have to make sure the petition is done properly, and I have to get the proper information to the attorneys. Here's but the I guarantee- here's the charges: reckless driving, reckless driving, drag racing, eluding police. Resisting legal or illegal arrest, disorderly conduct, and 60 ATVs, dirt bikes. Those are the charges. Okay, so give me the felony. Who says that it has to be a felony? The chase policy, the chase policy, there has to be, if you look at the four points of the chase policy, there has to be the crime committed. Are you talking about a Providence chase? It's not a crime to uh, reckless. Reckless driving is not a crime committed high enough for you to chase a rider that is on a 200-pound vehicle while you're riding a 4,000-pound vehicle and hitting them off their bike. All right, now That's the issue. We are going to kill somebody if we continue to try to enforce Mayor Hopkins' ordinance. Now, when this you, is a problem. Jeremy, when you say the chase policy, are you referring to the Providence no-chase policy? Correct. Okay. Now, Cranston, it doesn't sound like Cranston has a no-chase policy. Cranston announced a zero-tolerance policy. Okay, so a zero-tolerance policy still allows you to use excessive force on these riders while they're riding a 200-pound vehicle? I don't understand. Now, when you say... They're riding in a 200-pound vehicle and they're getting chased down. Did Did you see the actual video of the chase or did you just see the pictures? Or did you just hear the police report? Or did you just listen to the uh, initial police report investigation? Did you actually do the research besides you, before you started to speak about this case? I, I don't. Uh, I don't understand what you're talking about. Well, like, what is the what is the weight of the what is the weight of the vehicle have to do with anything? Because you can't just try to bulldoze the, over somebody because you're riding in a vehicle that is uh, officer's vehicle. You, can, you just can't do that. It's just you, but, you are not allowed to use excessive force on these riders. What excessive force? Here the, here's what they charge them with. Reckless driving, drag racing, eluding police. If you're, if you're on a motorcycle and you have a police car and a police car, are you saying that the, the police car can't go after a motorcycle because the police car weighs more than a motorcycle? What I am saying is that when you know that these riders are riding maybe... Uh, with no helmet, that it is not okay for you to be bumping and pulling pit maneuvers on ATV riders or dirt bikes. It is not okay. It is not okay for you to weaponize your vehicles because you created a task force to chase after ATV riders. There are plenty of other crimes that are committed that need to be uh, utilized with those type of vehicles, and this is not one of them. Well, but that's so the, you that you're not the police. Jeremy, you're not the police. Now, the police. Well, the, this the, is the issue. I I am an advocate for these people's lives. And that someone is going to get injured like we've seen on Elmwood. Now, when you, not okay. 
When what you is, when you say the police bumped them the excessive, police, when you say police bumped them excessive force, what are, what are you talking about? Did that happen yesterday? Excessive force. When you aggressively approach a rider for for violating misdemeanor offenses, minor traffic offenses. These are minor traffic offenses. We have no fatalities in ATVs, but we have a lot of accidents from DUIs. But we don't see any officers chasing after any people that are going outside of the white lines because they just left. Yes, they uh, do. That's not true. Jeremy, if you're a drunk driver, if you're a drunk driver and you don't stop, the police will chase you. Like, what are you talking about? They they go after a drunk driver. No, you're forcing them to flee. Of course they won't. Of course the driver won't because the driver's car is not getting crushed. The driver's car is not getting destroyed. The driver's dreams and everything that he put into his past 20 days of uh, hobby has been thrown away because they decide that they want to enforce an ordinance to crush your bike. Here's, look at here's what they're saying. Two Providence men arrested. Here's the thing, Jeremy. Two illegal dirt bikes were confiscated. The police are saying you can't ride those vehicles in Cranston. We understand what the police are saying. We understand the laws. We understand that there are laws. We understand that. But what we're saying is the law that says that you can take and crush is an overreach. All right. Well, that- understand that, John. John, understand that because that's where the focus is going to be. Well, it's called asset forfeiture, and this is a this is an asset that's less than ten thousand dollars. Harold Metz had it on the bill in February. He had it on the docket, and it died. But it's going back, and I promise you, they will not crush any bikes in Cranston because those bikes are less than ten thousand, and that will fall into the asset forfeiture where they will not be able to confiscate right. and crush. Here's what the chief of police in Cranston said: The thought process out there is we want to forfeit, seize these vehicles, take them off the roadway. They don't belong on the public roadway. What do you say to that, Jeremy Costa? He's a law enforcer. He's not a lawmaker. Thank you for allowing us to know what he, his opinion is. But he's not a lawmaker. Cranston service stations can no longer fuel for ATVs, which are considered illegal uh, vehicles. What is your reaction to that? that, And that will be discrimination. I can't wait to pull up in my bike. I can't wait to pull up in my bike in the middle of March and get some gas in Cranston and let them discriminate against me. But how how are you going to... I'm waiting for... I'm waiting for that to happen. How are you going to pull up on your bike in Cranston if the bikes aren't allowed in Cranston? Because I'm going to... Clearly, I'm going to pull up. Clearly, I'm going to pull up. All right. But now, did, did I say that my bike was illegal? Well, then you're not pulling up. They're, they're only, they're not going to gas up illegal dirt bikes. And what are, the, what are considered illegal dirt bikes? I, I, Do you know? I, I don't know. I don't know. So we're talking scooters. We're talking mini bikes. We're talking what? What are we talking here? I, uh, that what I don't. Gonna do when the, what is he going to do when these bikes go electrical? Well, but who knows what, when? What, when what, is that going to happen? It's happening now. It's happening now. They're all getting converted to electrical bikes. Now, what's going to happen to the nuisance? So these ordinances and these groups of people. So this group of people that you're that you're targeting, that you're creating a uh, a get tough scheme on. We've seen the collateral consequences of the get the get tough scheme. The get tough scheme. Years ago, right? We've seen that tactic that they used. We've seen the collateral consequences. We've seen that people ran off underneath bridges and started popping their needles underneath bridges because they didn't have a safe place All to right, do it. But let, let's, 
let's let's stay with this for a moment. Here, here's Mayor Alorza yesterday. Mayor Alorza issued a statement. This is another example of the danger of these illegal bikes posed to our city. In the past, we've seized and destroyed 200 bikes. We're going to hold illegal drivers accountable. Our police department will continue to pull over arrest people using this. Uh, we want to stop the seemingly endless supply of these bikes. They want He wants to have a registration system. But what about the fact, Jeremy, that you're saying somehow... Now, let's just say these two guys that got arrested yesterday... By the way, do you know the, the 23-year-old and the 28-year-old that were arrested? I know of them. I know them being rioters. Okay. okay. Now, so, so, you're, so, you're, I think you were quoted with Channel 12 saying... All they need is, did you say like an acre of land? Not even an acre of land. An acre is what, 40,000 40, some odd square feet? But what? what is, so what are they, like, that's like a small part of a parking lot. I Like, I'm what are they going to do uh, with an acre of land? What are they going to do in it with, with, with an acre of land? Yeah. They're going to utilize it just like they would if they were given that opportunity, they would utilize it and practice and do their stunting and do do all the kind of tricks that they do on the street because they don't have a place to do that at. Now, here's the thing. What about um, so there's there has to be if if that's really what it is, Jeremy, you're really I mean, so this Isaiah Allen, 23, Shevin Gorbin, 28, you mean to tell me all they want is one acre where then they're going to like how how do you get your speed up if you're just riding around on an acre? You you can't go fast if you. They're, how does that they're work? They're not drag racers. They're, they're not drag racers. I don't know where you got that from. They're not speeders. They pop wheelies. This is bike life. Okay. They pop wheelies. They don't. This is what they do. This is their culture. And you cannot demonize them and call them a bunch of criminals because. We, we we called we called people that were smoking pot a bunch of criminals a couple months ago, didn't we? Now all of a sudden we have legislation that has recreationalized that, and now what are you going to do? What are you going to call? Them? Now you're going to go back and fix all the mistakes that you made because you had people that were smoking because it was their uh, way to relax and well, way to anesthetize their pain because they didn't want to pay the high prescription medication drugs so they use marijuana as their escape and their in their uh, holistic cure. Well, these people are using their bike as their holistic cure. And because the people in the society are not comfortable with them because they have never seen this before, because they have not been aware of this before. So you're looking at it from your perspective and your lens. Why don't you come in our community? Why don't you watch what they truly do? Why don't you give them a place? Like, for instance, I'm looking at a, a parking lot across the street from Home Depot right now on Charles Street. Yep. That, would be a, a, that would be a large enough parking lot that is only parking six cars. They have uh, the barriers up, the jersey barriers that are in here to kind of control because they might have used this for a facility to give COVID vaccines or COVID tests. What about all these parking lots in Cranston that have utilized their space to distribute COVID vaccines? Why can't that same space that was used to distribute the COVID vaccines and the uh, testing, why can't those parking lots be used to give them a place to ride? That's all I'm looking for. I'm looking for an allocated zone. I have a place in Tiverton. That is ready to go. I have a place in uh, Collier Park that could be ready to go. And I'm talking tomorrow. We could say, look, executive order. All bikes will be able to utilize Collier Park in Providence. Guess what? 
Now you've just mitigated 65% of the traffic out there. Now, where, where exactly is Coll- Collier Park for those that are on Collier Park is Collier Park is where that fire was, where that submarine was at. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, it, down by, I was going to say, uh, what about along somewhere off of Allen's Avenue? You, you have a, I think you have a exactly lot of empty parking Collier spaces. Park is below. That is, that's, now, that's, what, exactly here's my question, Jeremy. What does Mayor Alorza say when you say, why doesn't he designate Collier Park? He said, well, how are they going to get there? We need to get legislation going so we can get them there. Well, he's not, he's not so going to get, legis- he's not going to get any legislation passed. And I also want to. Well, we have 39 other states that are, I mean, 38 other places or, or towns that are going to make a decision on that. So one town that has 20% of the population is not going to be enough. I agree. But. What we can do is mitigate the circumstances. We are not going to find a cure for COVID because we don't know where it came from. But we can find a vaccine. And that's what we need to do is we need to find a vaccine for this. Because we have an issue that is going to continuously create more issues and a collateral consequence that this state is not ready and prepared for. Because most of these police forces are self-insured. And if they kill one of these riders trying to enforce this ridiculous ordinance to confiscate and crush these bikes... We have a major issue. Well, now, Jeremy, and the, and on, the community is going to have to pay the penalty twice. On Monday, they're going to pay for the pay increases on, of these of these officers, but they're also going to have to pay for the lawsuits for one of these officers' uh, police the, misconduct. The, Jeremy, on Monday, uh, some rider ran over somebody on Manton Avenue and then fled. No, that's what you that's allegedly. First of all, that's what you heard. Second of all, you haven't got no video on it, so stop speaking on what a uh, an anonymous witness. Before you can speak with confidence, speak with confidence. Well, you can't have a video on everything. With, and I'm going off the you. You said, for instance, about witnesses. you. You said about you. See, here's the thing. And folks, with us is Jeremy Costa. When you talk about doing research, here's the thing. This goes both ways. You need to do research. And I'll tell you why. Because you don't even know. You didn't even know that the Cranston police charged those two guys with reckless driving, drag racing, eluding police, resisting legal, illegal arrest, disorderly conduct. So when you're going to speak out, you need, you're saying, oh, where did that come from? I'm telling you, the police are charging them with drag racing. I guarantee that he, when that when that gets this when there's a disposition, only one case will actually probably stick, and that will be reckless driving because they have an ability to actually use their own discretion to actually um, utilize that in the case. But let me tell you this: those cases are stacked up. First of all, we know that they didn't witness any of that activity. Drag racing. I'd like to see what speed they caught them at actually say that they were drag racing. I don't Number know. Number three is, I'd like to see the fact that resisting arrest, so is it resisting arrest? Is it obstructing of justice? Like, what was it, clearly? Because we've seen him brutalize him while he was on the ground. We've seen that. We got the video of that. So you haven't seen those videos, John. Have no. you seen those videos? I have not. Have you, seen the, have you seen the truck that was riding on the opposite side of the road? Nope. That was trying to intimidate the rider and hit him off his bike and then finally hit him off his bike and then tackled him? I have not. Where can I see that? You can see that on. There's a few Instagrams. Okay. A few uh, social media. I'll look for that. In fairness, I'll look for that. Now, Jeremy, I, before I, I tag your name, if I'm not mistaken, in one of the uh, okay. Instagram. Okay. I'll look for that. I had a busy day yesterday, but Jeremy, here's the thing. Well, the problem is, no, the is, weather's going to be nice today. Time. The weather's going to be really nice the next two days. And there's going to be riders on the street. They what are. Are we going to find a place? You got a place in one socket, Sean? You got a place? I, you got a? Do you have an idea? Do you have a solution? Are I, you just looking? 
to fight to fuel fire to this? Are you just looking to fuel fire? Because you keep on bringing up about the arrest. You keep on trying to pound that. That's what was in the news. That's what was in the news. Do I? It's up to, to come up to. Hold on. It's so it's my responsibility to find a place for a 28 year old guy to ride his dirt bike. Like, are you kidding me? Why does it come to my responsibility? No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about a solution to actually save taxpayers money. Listen, on, on, there were people the that don't want them on the roads, period. And let me say this. You need to have you need to stop talking and get Mayor Alorza and have him designate a place, period. That's what needs to happen. The, we're already in the process. Yeah, but what's here. taking so you, long? This you, has been going on since last October. The police don't want them. trying to put a black eye over this, John. This is why. This Who is? Why. You are. I didn't you arrest are, them. You can't ride that way. They're called illegal you're vehicles. You're black eye. You keep on trying to bring up. You're trying to bring up alleged charges. We're not. No, they're not. These people are innocent until proven guilty, first yeah. of all. But they're, they're still arrested. They're still you're arrested. this case by. You're, you're making this case a very biased and opportunity. How? The loophole. Wrong. The loophole for these people. Yes. Wrong, Jeremy. I am yes. reading, hold on, I am reading right off of the Channel 12 website. Two okay. Providence men were arrested and two okay. dirt bikes were confiscated. They pled, gu- they pled, hold on, they pled right guilty. There's an officer on trial right now for the murder. That, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. They pled guilty on charges of reckless driving. Here's the thing. Listen, I'm trying to be... Poli- but what do you think about... What do you think about we're not talking about that. We'll talk about that another time. We will talk about that another time. I wanted to have you talk about this. But here's the thing. When you talk about research, they pled... Listen, what do you mean solution? Here's the solution. You can't have an illegal dirt bike on the road. There's the solution. That is not a solution. Yes, it is. You keep it off the road. Listen, what happens when it gets when it gets street tires? What happens when it gets its headlights? That's what their problem. That's their what problem. When it gets its horn? What are you going to do then when you start seeing them on the road? That's are you going to get a car parked? We're going to count on the police to pull them over. That's what happened. Listen, There's the solution. We found bike lanes for them. In, in New York, we found bike lanes for them. Well, this is, this is Rhode Island, and there's in no New bike York. lane for them. So no bike lanes. in New York City, we have bike lanes. Your best bet is Mayor Alorza, Why and he has we... dropped the ball on this. Listen, listen, have you ever been on that bike path in East Bay? Yes. Have, have you ever taken it from India Point to Bristol before? Um, I don't remember. I think I did one time. Did it was too windy. Have, it was too did windy. You ever have to drive on the street to do so. At one point, I, I think when I was trying to do it, I you had to actually go over 195. It wasn't completed yet. It wasn't connected. Okay, so, were you on the highway, though? Were you, were, were you actually... I, I don't know what it has to do with me riding. First of all, that, that is a, a bicycle path. We created places for people to be able to enjoy their recreation. Bicycles, not dirt bikes. Bicycles. It doesn't matter if it's a bicycle. So because he rides a dirt bike and he rides a bicycle, that makes them different? Well, they can go a lot faster. They can no, cause more damage. Unity, You're supposed to register them. Violation. You have to give us equal access. If you create public space, you have to open up those opportunities. Well, you you have... We have your, constitutional violations. We don't care about your city <laughs> ordinance. You're violating federal constitution. Well, I'm not violating anything. Jeremy... Well, uh, clearly you are. I, and, I and you believe that it's okay for them to do so. Folks, again, it's Jeremy Costa, the spokesman for the motorbike community. And, and Jeremy... Life, lives matter. Okay. Yes, correct. All right. We will talk again. We will talk again. And we will make sure. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. All right, Jeremy. All right, thank you, folks. There it is.
Uh, that was a good question. Um, I, I just take exception when someone's like, you know, you ought to do your. I am reading right off the latest now of uh, of Channel Twelve in, in the police, folks. But see, this is coming to a head. This is also part of the problem where you have someone like a Mayor Lorza saying maybe we should allow it, and then you have Cranston. No, it's not allowed, and they're being arrested. So uh, I, I just, how is it anybody's responsibility? Then they need to go through the proper channels. But I come back to, I think it, Cranston police make two arrests because they were pursuing them yesterday. It was a pursuit. Let me play the channel. Um, channel 10 had a story on this as well. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. I want to play... Um, we're going to play the Channel 10. They also did a story on it as well. This was a big chase yesterday in Cranston. These guys were a bunch of menaces, a bunch of thugs, and that's far from the truth. But new at 11 o'clock, Cranston police arresting two people on bikes and ATVs after a pursuit that ended right there in Providence. It comes one day after a pedestrian was hit by a dirt bike in Providence. I'm Dan Janik. I'm Patrice Wood. Warmer weather usually brings more riders out, and a couple of them got arrested tonight. The night team's Amanda Hoskins live in Providence with what's being done. Amanda. Good evening. Well, there was certainly a lot of them out today. All of the video you're about to see was shot today. Now, the pursuit kind of in this area of Cranston in Providence near Roger Williams Zoo. Many people say they saw a lot of police officers and a lot of bikes. Back up getting on Route 10 tonight after Cranston police surrounded this ATV. Police say two people were arrested after a pursuit. That didn't stop ATV riders from cruising the streets after. Enforcement up is not much of a surprise after Cranston's mayor issued an executive order last week calling for it. They are chasing these kids because this is they Jeremy. think that they are criminals and they're not. Providence and Cranston residents say this is an all too common sight. NBC 10 capturing this earlier today. While some residents tell us most drivers are being safe, they fear the exceptions. It was only yesterday when a man crossing the street was hit by a dirt bike on Manton Avenue. The person riding the bike popped a wheelie and the person came right out and hit him, unfortunately. The victim suffered a broken leg. Ah. We say the driver fled. Just shake my head and, you know, I know stuff like this is going to happen, but it, can't pre- it, it can be prevented, but... It, what are you going to do, you know? In a statement, Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza said police will pull over and arrest people who are using the bikes illegally. Recently, the mayor has pushed for legislation that would legalize bikes and ATVs. We need to find a place for them to ride. Bottom line, you know, I don't think we need to try to bolt those through legislation. Bike advocates say an allocated zone to ride would help. We have to look at finding solutions. This is going to mitigate the circumstance. That was um, Jeremy, folks, that we just heard um, on NBC10. Again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. By the way, this portion of the program brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it is a washer-dryer 
or maybe it is a uh, dishwasher, or maybe it is a stove or refrigerator, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available, and Saturday appointments are available. You know, when I first called Ryan, I've told the story, we had a problem with the dryer. And you have to be careful if you have a problem with your dryer, because the dryer can catch on fire, and I don't mean that to rhyme. But um, I called Ryan at 401-710-7096. You can find him on Facebook. And uh, and suddenly a truck appeared in my driveway, and it said, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 96 Ryan's Appliance Repair. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. You know, I want to, um, I'd like to be fair. When I have a guest on, I don't like to then uh, discuss them afterwards because I, I've been a guest on different programs and I don't like if then the host starts discussing me after I've hung up. So well, Jeremy's good enough to come on. And so therefore, uh, because of that, I don't want to badmouth him in any way. I don't. I'll have him on again, to be fair. But uh, just so you know, we're clear, if you have a, a, a group, and, and this business that their kids, these are, they're men. That was men that were arrested yesterday. You know, it, it, you're, if you're 28 years old, and you have someone saying, we need to find a place for these kids to write. No, that, that's, you're a grown man. You're closer to 30 than 20. But it's not our responsibility to find a place for them to ride these vehicles. And if you look at them, this isn't a scooter. One of those ATVs, it's, it looks like a, a, a motorized tractor. But here's where the rubber's meeting the road. Cranston is saying, we're not going to allow it. If you come in, we're going to stop you and we're going to pull you over. Now, where I disagree with Jeremy is this business of they need one place, an acre of land. These guys, they can't even just stay in Providence. They don't. They can't even just stay in Providence. They, they're going to stay on an acre? They're going to stay in a parking lot? No. The fun of it is they were allowed to ride around. But it's coming to an end. Or it certainly is. And this is going to be Cranston Police. It's zero tolerance. If you come in, we're going to pull you over, arrest you, and confiscate the bike. Now, here's what we're going to do. Folks, it's Sean DePietro. We have another full hour to go on the show. Waiting to hear about the situation at the border. We're going to tell you about that and more. Right now, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. It's Sean DePietro. The power hours next. Right here. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. We'll be right back after the 1 o'clock news. WNRI Woonsocket, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, W260DC.